Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back yeah, to a new season of Double A Sports Talk. This season going to be a little different since now it's going to be just me and me, I, me, my, myself only running this podcast. Adam decided, we've decided to part our own ways, me and Adam. We're going to be doing separate podcasts now, but we will be featuring each other on both. I do not know the name of this podcast yet. It will be coming out in the next month or so. And I will um, feature his podcast on my podcast. And make sure you guys check that out once we get the name. Yeah, The big topic about today is going to be Ezekiel Elliott holding out. Well, he says he will hold out all season if not given a new contract. I personally do not think... He will hold out all season. I mean, I mean, the Cowboys start doing bad without him. I mean, he's going to want to get back in there, trying to take his team to another Super Bowl. And, um, yeah, I really think that Zeke's going to be the one to give in first before Jerry Jones and the Cowboys do. But as some other people I've heard, some reporters on ESPN have said, they think the Cowboys will give in first and give Zeke his new contract. The question is, though, will it be a big extension or will it be, you know, like maybe plus a million dollars? I mean, I don't know. We, we'll have to find out about that. Speaking, and I'm going to, I want to stick with the Cowboys for the next topic. Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, and Ezekiel Elliott attitudes right now. Dak trying to hang in there with the rest of them. You know, he's not really complaining about his contract. But he doesn't really like it either. So, I mean, he likes the team. He wants to stay in Dallas. He is a franchise quarterback, period. He's an amazing quarterback. He, he is a top 10 quarterback in the league. He can run. He can hit you in the end zone. He is a great quarterback. Yeah, and then you get to Amari Cooper. He's living it up. Yeah, he is honestly has no problems with this contract. Likes where he's playing, yeah, likes his team, likes his quarterback, likes Zeke. And then and out quickly, I want to go back to Dak. He says, friendship is friendship, business is business. You can't cross those two things. I think that was a very smart statement. He he and but with those words, he was talking about Zeke's holdout. He's saying business is business. If he want by that he means if he wants to get paid and he's gonna hold out for a new contract, that's his own business. That's business. That's getting paid. This I'm, may I remind you that football's a job. Being in the NFL is a full time job. You get paid for it. So that's the business part of it. The friendship part of it is you want to play for the team. Do you have good chemistry with the team? And the, in the middle, you can't cross those. You cannot put business before friendship. You can't put friendship before business. You cannot cross those. There's two totally different things that will never be crossed, have never been crossed in the name of Jesus Christ, and you don't want those two things to cross, or you're going to get full-on cast. Yeah, and back to Amari. <clears throat> yeah, he's just hanging in there. Yeah, he's being happy with his team. He's ready to play the next season. He's ready to go to the Super Bowl. That being said, I'm going to go down to Zeke. Yeah, he's once I'm going to restate this. He has said he's going to hold out the rest of the season. He is currently in a long-term holdout. I do not think he will hold out for the rest of the season. And with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this topic and move on. Well, I don't want to wrap up the topic yet. Actually, I'm going to stick to that for one more minute. Yeah. And the big question is, this is on Twitter and everywhere, could Zeke Pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out the whole season. Do I think he could? Yes. 
Do I think he will? No. Ezekiel Elliott is undoubtedly the best running back in the league with possibly Todd Gurley. And I can't even think of another guy that matches him other than Todd Gurley. Possibly Todd Gurley is competition for the best running back in the league, but in most people's minds, he's the best running back in the league. Le'Veon Bell was a top three running back in the league. Yeah. In the same kind of situation, asking for a new contract or he'll sit out the whole season. He did end up sitting out the whole season. But do I think that I see the same kind of compassion to sit out the whole season, stick to that, in Zeke? No, I don't. Coming out of Ohio State, a great football college. They won it in 2014. They won it all in 2014. I do not think he's going to um hold out all season. He's not that kind of guy. I would not be surprised if he holds out, like, you know, first four to five games. Maybe under that. But he, he, is he going to pull Le'Veon Bell and sit out all season? No. To make this matters worse, here's what Le'Veon said on Twitter. They better pay up, period. Clap, clap. What do I think about that statement? I think that's stupid. He's encouraging the Cowboys to pay Zeke or else he's going to do what Le'Veon did to the Steelers. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think that's cheap, obnoxious stuff coming from a running back of Le'Veon's ability. He should be proud of himself that he's a good running back. I don't think he should have held out. He could have helped that, the Steelers that year. They were just shy of the playoffs when the Browns lost to the Ravens. Just shy. Le'Veon could have been a big factor to that. They wouldn't have even had the way for the Browns to win. But he decides to let, let his team down, let, this, let Pittsburgh down, and hold out. And again, it all comes back to you. I don't think Zeke's this kind of guy, and he will not do this. Alright, let's switch talk, let's talk, talk a little baseball. I'm actually good at it this season, so don't judge me. Yeah, the Cleveland Indians yeah, are now for, are the top wild card at standing in 66-46 and 46 in their records, and they're four games behind the Minnesota Twins. Do I think yeah, they will get the first place and go to playoffs automatically, or do I think they will get the wild card? Yeah. As of right now, yeah, the Twins... Have a six-game winning streak. They got a nice little thing going, and if they can keep this up, they undoubtedly will stand first. Now, if the Indians start to get a little win streak, you know you got an upcoming schedule. Upcoming schedule. You got the Mets, who we'll talk about in a sec. Yeah, you got the series against the Royals. They had the Red Sox on there. Yeah, you got some pretty good teams that are coming out to play besides the Royals. And I think they can beat, they have potential to beat all these teams. And if they successfully blow out all these teams, yeah, they can move up to first place in the standings and possibly go to the playoffs without even having to play the wild card game. But I want to rewind and, you know, let's say they do take wild card path and they're the top wild card and they play who's number two? The Red Sox are number two. Yeah, they play a series against them. And they win the series. Well, then that's another way to get into the playoffs. But it's also also the harder way in the long run. But in the end, the playoffs are the playoffs. The wild card's the wild card. First place, first place. I I would love for them because they're they they are my team. And I would love for them to make it to the playoffs without having to go to the wild card race. But if they have to, I mean, if it comes down to that and they have to, I'll, I'll let them. I I, I don't care. 
I want them to make the playoffs. I hope they make the playoffs, and they should make the playoffs. Yeah, you know, you know, you got Brad Hand, Shane Bieber, and Corey Kluber in the pitching rotation. Oh, I forgot Mike Clevenger. Yeah. And then you got Carlos Santana, Yasiel Puig, Francisco Lindor, Jose Ramirez in your hitting and fielding lineup. I mean, these are all good players. They're not all all stars, but they're still good, solid players. I mean, Carlos Santana was in the home run derby, and he just lost to Pete Alonso. Frankie Lindor was in the All Star game. Shane Bieber was the MVP of the All Star game after he struck out the side when he pitched. I mean, this team. Yeah, this team is very young, very talented, and has very good potential. I think it was a great move to trade Trevor Bauer. It was an amazing move. Yeah, they were already going to trade him. Yeah, because next year, Bauer wanted a new contract. He would have left because he would have been a free agent. And this all comes back to um last season. You know, me and I were talking about like Jimmy Butler for that one guy that went to the 76ers. Jimmy Butler would have been a free agent anyway and could have just left without the 76ers getting back anything. But since they yeah, they traded him before that, yeah, for I do I will admit the the trade for the 76ers was pretty bad result compared to what the other team got in, with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but they still got something back instead of just letting him free agent out of there. Yeah. And that's what the Indians did with Trevor Bauer. He could have just left and said, see you guys. Um, and left him the rocks. He was a good pitcher. He also had a couple anger issues. You know, I mean, throwing the ball 400 feet from the batter's eye into the stands. I mean, Jesus. That's home run derby hitting distance. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a good move by the Indians to get rid of him anyways. You still got Yasiel Puig and a few other guys back. And Yasiel is all-star standard level player. I know we didn't make him this year. I expect to see him back there next year, if not next year, maybe the year after that. I don't know. Point being, the Indians are a good young team, and I hope to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, and I said I'd get to the Mets later. Here It's later. Yeah, the the New York Mets. What do I think about when it comes to them? Yeah, I think about Pete Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, all those home runs are racking up. And what do they need to do? Yeah. Yeah, being fourth in their division, in their division, yeah, yeah, to get back into the playoff race. So they are not a good wild card. I'm gonna tell you that much. Yeah, they are not a good wild card, but they're in fourth place in their division. What do they have to do to get there? I honestly, yeah, do not know. I mean, what's it gonna take for this young, yeah, for this kind of young team to get there? Yeah, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's too late to make trades. Trade de- le- deadline just ended. Um, for, they're going to have a couple free agents next year. They might lose unless they can resign them. And I also don't know what they could do. I mean, they have a nice little win streak going right now. I'll admit that. If they could keep this up for time to come, you know, maybe the next two weeks or so, yeah, get a nice little, you know, like 14 maybe. Rack up some wins, move up in the rankings. Yeah, you know, maybe third or second. I'd be happy with third Yeah, for them. Again, I'm not a Mets fan, but as a journalist for my podcast, I need to read up on them and be positive about them. And so I'd be happy if they moved up to third. Yeah, that's that's the first step. Next, how are you going to get the second? Yeah, to even be in the wild card race. 
How are we gonna? How how do they do that? Well, here's a couple paths they could take to do this. Yeah. Either Pete Alonso turns into yeah, just some sort of Barry Bonds, hitting like seventy four home runs in a year. Or yeah, they could have amazing defense. Their pitching could light up. You know. Yeah, they have a good pitching rotation too. I'm, I don't know their names, but I know that they have a good pitching rotation from what I've been hearing. I've been watching the Mets lately. Yeah, I've seen how they play. I've seen how they hit. I've seen how they field. They are a very dynamic young team, and they have loads of potential. They have potential pouring out of their ears, ears to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. It's how they want to channel that talent to get there, though. I mean, right now. Right now, they're in a bit of a slump to make the playoffs. They're in a bit of a positioning slump. But they can pick that up and get going to the playoffs. Yeah, with that being said, y'all want to move on to the Houston Astros Yeah, with their trade for Granke. Do I think that was a good move? Yes, I do. They have, they have most likely, yes, they, they the Houston Astros have the best pitching rotation in baseball. They have Justin Verlander, Granky, and then another guy. I'm pretty sure his name is Cole. Last name Cole. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, I'm just gonna call him Cole. Yeah, they have the best pitching rotation in baseball. Yeah, and you have Alex Bregman, uh, Carlos Carrera, um, Jose Altuve on the hitting side too. These guys won the 20. Yeah, these guys won the 2017 World Series. Remember that. And the Red Sox, yeah, aren't in the best race to make to um win the World Series this year either. They have a chance to win it again with their monster pitching rotation and Justin Verlander. He's been in this, he's been in the um MLB for what nine years? One note, what else he's been? He's been an All Star for eight seat for eight years. He is an eight time All Star. And that's pretty crazy for a pitcher, too. An eight-time All-Star. Yeah, and I also want to talk about how Verlander was helping Granky with his grip the other day. Yeah, on a ball in the dugout. Yeah, I have the clip of it, but sadly I cannot show you because this is a podcast. Yeah, he was helping he was helping him with the slider. And on PTI, pardon the interruption, yeah, he was saying, like, I'm helping him with my slider. I Yeah, he's going to be on the team now. I'm going to teach him a few tricks. Yeah, and he... Um, Verlander also stated that, yeah, when he was in a slump, he also looked at the um, at the stats and the analytics, and the analytics, and that really helped him. He, yeah, he said the coach, his coach was like, or no, his manager was like, all right, yeah, all right, Justin, here's your numbers, and I just want you to read over these and tell me what you did wrong, fix the problem, and then we'll get some breaks in. He said that really works. He was discussing that with Granky too, you know, because he's a he's a younger pitcher than Verlander and just to help him become a better player overall. I personally like Justin Verlander. I love him. Yeah, he's a great player and a great person. He's so fun to t- talk about though, though too. I mean, on get up, I mean, not get up. PTI the other day. Yeah, I loved talking. I love him. He was talking. I mean, he's so good with words. I mean, he's such, he's such a good athlete and all. All alone. Yeah, all right. I'm going to switch topics a few more times, you know, before we um end. The um Chicago Bears are pretty good, are an amazing defensive team. Having Khalil Mack and those, and that, 
great defensive line. Yeah, also, yeah, am I surprised? Well, I'm not going to say am I. Are you surprised that they do not have a kicker on their roster? Yeah. They need a kicker. They do not have a kicker for the preseason or, or season, whatever. Well, they can have the punter play two positions. No, not going to work. Yeah. They need to trade for a kicker and now. Question is, who's out there that would be willing to trade? You know what I mean? Want to get Adam Venetary? <laughs> I mean, he's old, but he's still good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's not many good kickers out there that you could, that will be traded to you because you don't have. I mean, what are the Bears going to trade? Another, let's say the Rams. They want Greg Zerline. What are the What are the Bears going to trade the Rams for Greg Leg Zerline? Exactly, crickets. Nothing. They have nothing to offer a team. Yeah, for a kicker. What are they going to offer? I don't know. You know, maybe one of Khalil Mack's autographed footballs? I do not know. I think, uh, yeah, I think Adam with the Anthony Davis deal last season. Yes, that sounded like, I don't know, one of Shaq's kidneys. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's probably what it would take. It would take one of Shaq's kidneys. Yeah, to get Greg Zerline or an all-star kicker. I honestly, yeah, do not know what they're going to do about this. I mean, this is a big situation that they need to figure out and solve. But I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, you have franchise players. You know, Mitchell Trubisky's a good quarterback. Yeah, you got Khalil Mack on the defensive side again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have a good team. You got a good team. But, um, yeah, with a good team, you also need – you know, the, the smaller players, you know, like kickers aren't really understood at like all-stars. Now, you never see people talking about, oh, this is the best kicker in the league. Like on Get Up, you never see the, the quizzes. Who is the best NFL kicker of all time that still plays? I, I don't know. Adam Montero probably. Yeah. The point being, yeah, you do not discuss kickers a lot. But in this situation, you need to discuss kickers in order to get yourself one so you can be ready to play an NFL season without having to have your punter play two positions. And I don't think your punter wants that. Yeah, I'm going to switch topics one more time and get to the Team USA basketball for the tur- for the tournament that will be in China. Yeah. What do I think about this? I, think, no, I keep saying what do I think. What do you think about this team? Yeah, these this team is made up of players like Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, um, Kemba Walker being their best player, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, these are some pretty solid players. Again, there are no all stars. Yeah, besides Kemba Walker and Donovan Mitchell on this team, we got Terry Rozier's on the team too. Yeah, there's a lot of Celtics coming. Yeah, to this, but and Coach Greg Popovich. I don't know how he's going to handle this team. I mean, yeah, some of those really big all-star players, yeah, are holding out on them and you're not joining the team. Yeah, they could, th- this could be a good team. Yeah, and don't tell me, uh, I take back, no, I'm not going to tell you these guys aren't all-stars. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Steph Curry and, I don't remember who else it was. Yeah, it was Steph Curry, who else was it? Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Steph Curry, you know, someone else on the team. They said, yeah, these guys aren't going to be good. They're not all-stars. They're just players. Yeah, next year, yeah, like two seasons later, Steph Curry wins an MVP. The next season, he wins another MVP. No, two seasons later, he wins another MVP. The next year, he's just shy of an MVP, and then another year later, yeah, he wins another MVP. Yeah, Steph Curry has got three MVPs, Finals MVPs. And people are saying he wasn't an All-Star? Sure, he might not have been an All-Star at the time, but you cannot underestimate a player of his talent or of anyone's talent that they can't become better over time. I mean, take LeBron, for yeah, for instance. I mean, is he was he better in his 10th season yeah, than in his second? Yes, his shooting improved greatly. I can't tell you how many buzzer, buzzer beaters yeah, he hit in 2018 yeah, to beat the... To be um their other teams in different series before they got to the finals against the Warriors, where where they lost. I can't tell you how many he hit, how many fadeaways into the stands or threes he hit. I mean, he improved greatly with his shooting. You know, with that being said, I wanna I take it back. No, that was not our last step. I got one more left. Don't worry. Well, yeah, one more left. Yeah, yeah. On get up the other day, Ryan Clark said. Aaron Donald was the Michael Jordan of football. And this is exactly what he said. Yeah, he said, yeah, if you go to the store and ask for Aaron Donald, they said, oh, we're all out of Aaron Donald. Yeah, you can get a Julio. You can get a DeAndre. You can get a Denard. I said, no, I want an Aaron Donald. Yeah, and if you do not bring an Aaron Donald home to put it on the Sunday table for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is canceled. The meaning of that is, yeah, Aaron Donald is amazing, irreplaceable, and if you do not bring him home for Thanksgiving, your wife will not let you into the house. With that being said, I want to wrap up this this um, week's first, I take it back, this season's first episode, new episode of AA Sports Talk, now just A Sports Talk is what I'm going to call it. I'm Aiden, I'm Aiden, thanks, thanks for listening guys, if you like this episode, make sure you stick with the rest of the season, we'll see you next time guys, goodbye.